If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Always exciting to speak to, especially when it comes to the solutions that you highlight. And in a moment, we will speak to some of those solutions. But I have to start just by getting your reaction and I guess your views and concerns around the plight of unemployment in South Africa on the back of the quarterly labor force survey results we saw today. Yeah, uh, quite interesting figures to look at. And uh, I'm always looking forward to hearing what the statistician general will announce each quarter because uh, based on those announcements and statistics, that's when we derive our solutions as Momentum Metropolitan in as far as where do we go in creating opportunities for young people to be economically active. And uh, looking at what quarter four has brought us, I mean, uh, sitting at uh, 32%, uh, it doesn't paint a, a... a good picture, uh, to be quite honest, and uh, this is at the back of the State of the Nation address that the president has, uh, you know, tabled uh, a couple of days ago. And now we are waiting in anticipation to say how will the Minister of Finance navigate through the budget speech tomorrow to be able to show us a roadmap in terms of where to from here in as far as unemployment is concerned, especially amongst young South Africans. And let's talk about that roadmap because it does raise a lot of concerns, right? Some might say, well, we have the necessary policies. We've seen some interventions being implemented and the president even reflected on Dinsualo's experience, uh, the fictional character that uh, held as an example uh, of some of uh, the the, the highlights of what the government of the day has done. But I'm keen to understand, you know, uh, in terms of some of these solutions, you know, where have we fallen short in terms of your overview uh, uh, regarding the positive impact that we require here? Yeah, thanks, Google. I think, you know, when you look at the solutions that have been tabled uh, in the past couple of years, one thing that we've been uh, falling short on is to track and measure in terms of uh, what impact has been, you know, achieved from those interventions. And uh, I was uh, glad to hear the president, uh, you know, mentioning the numbers in terms of job opportunities created uh, through the initiatives such as the YES uh, program and what is being done with the NYDA. However, you know, when you're looking at job opportunities, you ask yourself in terms of what are the actual jobs out of those job opportunities and what's the, uh, the duration and the sustainability of those job opportunities. So where we fall short is to track in terms of where are we in terms of this moving target and also which sectors are more are most likely to absorb so that we train based on demand mm-hmm. uh, instead of training for the sake of training because that is frustrating for young so true. I'm intrigued that you mentioned that because that also does help us understand that shift that we need to apply, right? Uh, not creating job yeah. opportunities, but job placements. Uh, a job and an internship for three months is great, but the sustainability is what we're looking for here. In your view, how does this need to take place? Yeah, you know, uh, sustainability is, is, is quite key here. Uh, looking at what's been happening in the space, I mean, we've seen a lot of uh, corporate uh, you know, role players, you know, uh, awarding these leadership internship programs and you have also started to track now in, uh, in terms of the leadership offers you see a group or the same cohort of young people moving from one leadership to the next and it's all in the form of getting some form of income but not necessarily uh, sticking in terms of how uh, the long you know the, the long run of that particular opportunity would look like and this has been done repetitively in such a way that when you see the cohort of uh, the metric cohort of 2023 being congratulated, they have passed. And then a couple of weeks later, they fall now into the statistic whereby they will form part of the needs, not in education, employment, or training, or would now become the unemployed and untrained uh, 
our unskilled uh, youth of South Africa. So we need to come up with uh, processes and plans that will give us that sustainability factor in terms of now that we've gotten these uh, numbers into jobs, sustainable jobs, let's move on to the next cohort without anyone falling by the wayside or coming back into the system yet again. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you highlighted the collaborative opportunities with the private sector, because this is also where Momentum Metropolitan does thrive in, in creating sustainable job outcomes and, of course, through partnerships with government. So I guess take us on a journey on how uh, you've evolved this to, to really reap the fruitful outcomes that we require. Yeah, you know, uh, thanks for that. It hasn't been a, an easy journey for Momentum Metropolitan Foundation in this regard. And uh, looking back in the past five to six years, when we have shifted our focus into youth employment, uh, we, we have uh, uh, gains, successes, yes. But most importantly, we, ha- we have also learned in, in terms of what not to do moving forward. And uh, quite interestingly enough, we are currently doing our impact assessment to just have a reflection in terms of how did our programs perform mm-hmm. in the past five years. And that will also give us an indication in terms of where to strengthen and which key areas do we need to, you know, uh, work on. And this is uh, one, uh, you know, uh, insight that we would like to share with uh, the broader uh, country at large, whether it's public, private, uh, even government, to say, how do we, you know, learn from these lessons so that we don't have to pay the school fees twice, but how do we collaborate better? And the role that we play as corporate, we also seek partnerships with training institutions, non-profit organizations that will train young people for skills that are in demand, skills mm-hmm. that will land into jobs. And then on the other hand, we definitely look at entrepreneurship in terms of how do we ignite uh, the, the entrepreneurial spirit amongst young South Africans. Mm. I'm glad you highlight that because you also have practical examples of sitting directly opposite the, the young students, the young individuals that you train up, but also the young uh, entrepreneurs who want to be on your supplier base. And I'm keen to understand, typically, where do you see the shortages uh, or even the concerns or, or the lack of capacity and understanding how to plug those holes? Because as you say, once you understand the, the challenge, then it's easier to solve for the solution by upskilling and training them uh, accordingly. That's definitely true. I mean, uh, we are aiming towards a moving target here. And uh, when uh, we started this focus as Momentum Metropolitan, then the COVID pandemic came into the picture. Then we had to now readjust and then also see how do we carry on, you know, uh, rolling out these programs. And then now that we are over that pandemic hurdle, uh, I mean, we had to find our focus to say, which sectors, number one, do we look into? ICT became uh, one of the top sectors that we train and place for. And also looking, you know, across the financial services sector as well, because we do have, you know, a skill set that are applied across the sector. And with that, it also excites us in terms of growing our own timber and also, you know, uh, absorbing from the cohorts that we're training. And we wouldn't have been able to accomplish all this without the partners that we have on board, whereby we are driven by research and also looking at where are the key economic drivers where we can plug in. As a, as a corporate, but uh, ultimately get young people into jobs. However, mm-hmm. now the main main challenge I must say is that the, the the power crisis, you know, uh, load shedding, yes. that has a negative impact uh, in as far as even the training part is concerned. Because uh, we try and reach you know uh, far and wide areas of the country whereby uh, you know uh, there isn't enough backup power generation. So now we have mm-hmm. to come up with means now to keep the training going 
so that the young people that we are training don't fall far behind in the spires, getting the necessary skills within the, the, the required time frame and then moving into those uh, job opportunities or job placements. So the challenges are thick and fast coming, but however, we believe that through collaboration and through government you know, policies and enabling environment that government is expected to create, we, we can turn the tide in the not too distant future. Definitely, we need to. I'm so glad that we found a way of solving for that uh, skills mismatch that is typically highlighted that, uh, well, the youth are skilled, but they're not skilled effectively for the workplace. And as you've mentioned, ICT definitely being a place that you play in. Uh, as we wrap up, Putungosnati, I'm sure you're looking forward to the budget speech tomorrow uh, and looking forward to some of the insight that the minister will share. First point, what are your expectations? And then beyond that, I'm also keen to understand if you have specific expectations related to SMMEs. And I ask this because it's one one thing for Gugumfupi Incorporated to be on your supply base, supplier base, but ultimately we want these businesses to scale. We want them to have the capacity to meet uh, the uh, demands and the output that's required in order to service a client as large as Momentum Metropolitan and many others in the industry. Uh, are we finding solutions to solve for that challenge uh, at the moment? That's definitely true. I mean, uh, uh, looking at uh, what the finance minister promised uh, uh, in 2023, I've got two key areas that I'm keen to look at in terms of what's going to happen this time around. Number one, you've touched on it, SM, uh, SMMEs. We would like to see how far is the removal of the red tape that was uh, also announced to say, let's make these uh, opportunities accessible for you know up-and-coming uh, entrepreneurs, especially young people. And when you double-click on that, uh, black-owned uh, enterprises as well, because, I mean, the statistics today still proves that uh, black females are still far behind as far as economic activity is concerned. Mm -hmm. And then the second point would be the the skills immigration audit. Uh, We were promised that we need to know what type of skill set are we importing uh, as a country and how can we grab that by upskilling our youth into those critical and scarce skills so that we don't have an influx of, uh, you know, uh, skills coming into the country. However, let's rather train upskill so that we can place from within. So those are the two critical areas where I would like to hear the minister tomorrow unlocking in terms of what's the plan. And uh, being an election year, it's going to be interesting to see the timelines of some of the plans that will be shared tomorrow. Definitely. Oh, Putungosnati, always a pleasure speaking to you, sir. Really appreciate the clarity and detail that you've been able to share with us. And long may the success and the outcomes and outputs of your efforts uh, with youth uh, employment as a portfolio uh, continue at Momentum Metropolitan. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.